0: You're listening to the OKC 82 podcast with Brady Trantham and Madison Morris. The best place for OKC Thunder basketball, a part of 107.7 The Franchise Podcast Network. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the OKC82 Podcast. This is your host, Brady Trantham, and once again, this is just going to be a solo Brady Trantham podcast. So for all the Madison Morris fans out there, I'm so sorry to disappoint, but you're stuck with me once again. (laughs) And also, before we get into the podcast, I'll just go ahead and apologize. Um, uh, I can barely hear myself talk. I um, don't feel 100% i am probably coming down with either a cold or some type of sinus infection um it's obviously it's that time of year and i mean like a few other beat writers and people that uh cover the thunder have had they've kind of gotten just now recently gotten over you know their sinus infection or their cold and since we're always all in the same building all in close quarters proximity especially when we get in the locker room and we're all in the scrums and we're standing right next to each other elbow to elbow you're just kind of you're just kind of uh (laughs) bound to get or catch something um yourself so once again i'm sorry if i sound terrible but bear with me um i'm sure everybody's excited to listen to a thunder podcast tonight considering the dallas mavericks defeat the Oklahoma City Thunder 111 to 96 for the third straight game. The Oklahoma City Thunder do not score 100 points and this time their uh, defense did not save them. <laughs> um yeah, but, I mean this game is kind of just you can just easily look at the box score. I mean the Mavericks shoot 55% from uh the field. The Thunder only shoot about 38, 39%, um 29% from the three-point line. And I was kind of telling a buddy uh, before the game started, or and also my cousin. Shout out to you, Pat, <laughs> if you're listening to the podcast. Uh, I gave you a shout, here. There's your shout out. Um, but I did tell my cousin and a few friends uh, before the game today that I just I kind of figured, you know, the Thunder are on a seven-game winning streak. They're playing exceptional defense. They're forcing turnovers. They're uh, basically putting a bandaid on the fact that they aren't shooting the ball particularly well, especially uh, Paul George. Um, who's had, you know, this, this whole season, 10, 11, now 12 games into the year, he's had moments where he'll shoot the ball extremely well, uh, particularly that, that uh, third quarter against Golden State, uh, the second quarter the other night against the Houston Rockets. Um, but overall, eh, and highlighted kind of, you know, poorly highlighted by that 0-for-10, uh, three-point performance against Charlotte, uh, Paul George just hasn't shot the ball particularly well, Um In terms of efficiency, um, and and just the consistency has the consistency has just not been there, and especially when you're short your other superstar and your leader Russell Westbrook, um, you have to rely on defense and hope that you defend well enough that your lack of shooting and then your lack of consistent shooting is going to basically uh, be. swept under the rug and you can kind of escape on the road with a win and that just kind of wasn't the case tonight um yeah it's it's just it's like i said it's you just can just simply look at the box score and it kind of tells you all that you need to know about the game um like like i said paul george eight for 21 from the field uh, three of nine from three from the three-point line uh 13 rebounds six assists Uh, but other than him and Dennis Schroeder and Steven Adams, Steven Adams, by the way, had a uh, fantastic game, especially in terms of efficiency, eight for 11, 13 rebounds, 20, 20 points, another double, double. Um, yeah, like, and you guys have probably all seen the stat by now. Uh, the Thunder have 26 offensive rebounds and 27 defensive rebounds. And that's, that's also all you really need to look at. I mean, the Mavericks, didn't miss that much, and there weren't that many opportunities to get rebounds, but the Thunder missed a plethora <laughs> of shots tonight. Um, <laughs> so they had more than more than their share of an opportunity to uh, garner rebounds, and they certainly did. Um, but, I mean, like I said, they were on a seven-game winning streak. They played fantastic defense in this streak, uh, they played well over, um, overall, considering all their defi- all their flaws and their deficiencies. And and these things are going to rear their ugly head throughout the season. They're going to go on their share of losing streaks. They're going to drop games that they probably shouldn't drop. Uh, I mean, but that's just the grind of an 82 game season. I think, and I I I, I hate to make you know just these super definitive hot takes especially this early in the year, like, cause like I've said a few times on this podcast, I feel like the, the time that you, you can actually get away with making a claim or just boasting a claim about a team is about after the 20 or 25 game mark. After that point, you've seen enough basketball, uh, other te- teams by that point also have an understanding of, are they going to tank? <laughs> are they going to contend? Um, they just kind of have a better understanding at that point, because if you're, I mean, the Thunder were extreme. Are they're, they? Were extremely talented last year in their first twenty games. They're eight and twelve uh, because of their talent. They were able to go on a really nice winning streak to get them get them back over five hundred. And once you're um, once you're above five hundred, just like you've seen with this Thunder team after starting zero and four, you kind of start off with a start again with a blank slate. Uh, things become a little bit uh, more focused and slowed down. There's just a different energy around the team, and I certainly noticed it. Uh, once the team started winning this season, but last year, kind of the same thing. Uh, but <laughs> back to the original point, basically, I don't think this team is I don't think that this team is going to fall prey to the same sins as the team last year. So I, I think at this point, from what we've been able to see um, with the addition of Dennis Schroeder and uh, sadly, the subtraction of Carmelo Anthony, who you know had a terrible game the other night and is now. God bless that dude. I mean, he's he's got paid. He's he's had his time in the NBA. Um, but it appears that the Rockets are maybe thinking twice about their partnership with Carmelo Anthony, according to reports from Mark Stein and uh, Adrian Wojnarowski from ESPN. Uh, certainly will follow that. Um, sure, a lot of Thunder fans are also following that, and sadly, not that surprised. But, hey, father time remains undefeated. But back to the Thunder. Um I don't think that this team I don't think that this team is like last year's team and meaning I think this team is a I think this team is a very good team. I think they have flaws. I think they're probably the best flawed team in the West. If that <laughs> if that makes sense. I mean, if you guys stayed up last night saw Utah and Boston, I think Utah is at least right now when they're fully healthy, they're playing at a different level uh com- when you compare them to the Thunder. And of course everybody knows about Golden State. And while Houston is certainly kind of a shell of their former selves, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt until that, like I said, that 20-25 game mark. Um, I, I just I feel like Oklahoma City can lean on something, their defense and forcing turnovers. I feel like they can lean on that consistently. And, I mean, eight steals well below their average. The, um, Dallas ends up with nine. Uh, I mean, Oklahoma City was just far too careless with the ball in – in uh, kind of the more important moments of this game, um, but I'll get into the game. Like, let me finish my rambling. <laughs> let me finish my rambling thought. Um, I just don't think that this team is going to go on streaks of losing to bad teams. Now, um, if you guys follow me on Twitter, I said this this morning or this morning or yesterday. I can't. I can't even remember right now. And oh my goodness, here it comes. <laughs> I already said I'm sorry, so just bear with me. Um, yeah, this this five-game stretch, now this four-game stretch with Dallas um, being out of the way of teams like the Knicks. You've got Phoenix twice coming up for, uh, next for the Oklahoma City Thunder on Monday night in Oklahoma City. Um, and Sacramento... This will tell me a lot about this team because, I mean, the sins of last year and a lot of that dealt um, dealt with dropping games that they had no business dropping because this team kind of walked around with an unearned sense of accomplishment of, um, about themselves, and that's just the way it appeared based on the results. Now, there are reasons for that. You know, it's the NBA. Games are tough. But they' they lost far too many games than they should have last year to teams that they had no business losing to. And the, you know, you put a true serum in them, they probably agree. Um, well, so basically what I'm saying is I don't think that that is going to happen to this team. I think this team is much better. I feel like they're much more well balanced. I feel like what their identity is more precise and profound that they can lean on it. And it almost got them back into this game tonight. They were making shots you know towards the end of the um, or the beginning of the fourth quarter. Um, they were making some shots, but um, they made stops. They just could not get over that hump once they got uh, the deficit down to nine after being down uh, by as much as let's see, what was the twenty-four points? Um, yeah, I just don't think that that's. I don't think that that's pretty much in the books for the Thunder in terms of they're just going to start dropping all these games. But once again, this next four-game stretch I feel is very important. I feel like the Thunder are in a good position to. Um, If they go with four and five in this stretch, I feel like as a Thunder fan, you should be fairly comfortable and um, happy with the team's performance. Um, Okay, so we get into the game. It's just, it's another one of those things where uh, the defense, as consistently good as it has been, they'll have their lapses in terms of like giving up a really bad quarter. And tonight, it was just that second quarter when uh, I, think, I think Dallas went on a 22-2 to to twenty-two to two run or a to, um, 22-0 run. Uh, I can't remember. But that was pretty much the game. The, the Thunder, of course, finished on a 12-0 run themselves to cut the deficit to uh, f- uh, 15 or 16 points at halftime. And like I said, they were able to kind of trade shots with uh, Dallas going into the third quarter. They just could not make that stop, and you know, I, I mean, I don't, I don't. There's really not that much to break down about this game, other than yeah, the Thunder can't shoot. Well, we've we've known that now for. I mean, obviously, if you followed this team, we've known that they can't shoot ever since Kevin Durant left. This team has had. Um, their main, one of their main struggles offensively is because they're just not a very good shooting team. They don't have a plethora of shooters around them, and when Paul George isn't hitting shots, uh, Alex Brinas two for six, two for four of the three-point line, um, when they're not hitting shots, uh, this team isn't going to um, put itself into a position, they're at least going to put themselves in a position where they have to execute and perform at a high level in crunch time. Now, um, they've been able to do that prior to this game and it just kind of came to a head tonight and you know, no Russell Westbrook, Um, you know, and I, and I hate to say that the game, like it's a loss, but who cares? (laughs) Uh, 82 game grind, but I I don't think that there's really any red flags that um, Thunder fans aren't already aware of like the the shooting. Um, Terrence Ferguson kind of came back down to earth tonight. Uh, One for seven, Oh, for five from the three point line. Certainly not what you want. Um, I, I feel like the thing for Ferguson, if that shot is falling early, by all means, keep chucking it up. The Thunder need their starting shooting guard to at least make the def- the defense honest and provide spacing on the floor. And if he's able to drop points like he was the other night against Houston, I mean, you're going to be hard-pressed to find um, a game where Ferguson can perform like that and the Thunder lose because you're, you're probably... You're, you're always good for Dennis Schroeder to be around 18, 20, 22 points a game. Same thing with Paul George. And then Steven Adams is going to give you his his usual near double-double output. So if Terrence Ferguson is dropping points on the board, then um, you got to like your chances if you're a Thunder fan. But tonight, like I said, falls back down to earth. 1 for 7, 0 oh for 5 from the three-point line. Um, I, I really don't know if it was going to make a difference if he was a little bit more choosy <laughs> with his uh, sh- um, shooting. I mean... Dallas, I mean, Dallas was just, they were hitting shots. They shot 48% from the three-point line, and a lot of them were wide open. So, I mean, this is probably, other than that Sacramento game, the fourth quarter of the um, um, the first LA Clippers game, and the third quarter of the Boston game, this is by far the Thunder's worst defensive performance, and it really was, just like I said, in that second quarter. So you clean up some things here and there, and I'm sure... I don't have a chance uh, to watch Billy Donovan's uh, post-game press conference right now. I'm recording this in my car. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's probably going to say th- say something kind of similar of, you know, you just clean up that little run towards the end of the second quarter and you put yourself in a much better position to um, uh, win this game on the road. Um, but once again, Thunder lose 111-96. to Um Russell Westbrook, his status, of course, is going to be up in the air until he's ready to play. Um, I didn't think he was going to play tonight. I, I feel like I feel like the Thunder are just, you know, especially with this winning streak. I feel like that they kind of understood. Okay, you know, if they're going to start winning games like this, and especially without Russell, there's really no need to rush him back. And I feel like everybody, I feel like everybody that watched the Rockets game, um, seeing him jump up and down, run up and down the floor, cheering the team on. Um, of course, I don't I don't think there's anything lingering or alarming that Thunder fans should be worried about um, concerning his ankle injury, but um, I, I just kind of always assumed that he was either going to have a high ankle sprain when it happened against New Orleans uh, last week, he was either going to have a high ankle sprain and be out for three or four weeks, but the way that it's kind of gone, the way that he looks and the way, you know, we've uh, Madison and I, we saw him walking around the locker room. Everything looked fine. And, of course, you can have an ankle sprain and still walk around fine. Running and jumping is, of course, completely different. But I just assumed once the initial report came out that um, he had an X-ray and it was negative and that everything wasn't as bad as the Thunder had initially feared – I kind of penciled in, okay, he might come back that Monday night game against Phoenix. Um, you get get rid of these two games at home, you got Dallas on the road, um, or excuse me, you had a back-to-back one on the road in Cleveland, <laughs> and then the home game against Houston, you get that out of the way, you don't want Russell to play on a back-to-back right after rolling his ankle really gruesomely. You get out of that road game with Dallas. You have another rest day, uh, day of practice to check him out, see how he he feels and reacts to treatment. And uh, Monday, much the same with shoot-around. And then I'm safely... Well, I don't want to say safely, because who who, who knows? But I want to assume that uh, Russell Westbrook will suit up and play Monday night. But of course, if I'm wrong, I've been wrong before. (laughs) But... Yeah, um, I I guess that's just kind of where we're going to leave it. Uh, Luka Doncic, God, that guy is is going to be fun to watch. That guy is going to be fun to watch. And Dallas is going to be fun to watch. Um, I know a lot of people, and I was kind of talking with some Dallas Maverick fans earlier today um, about this. Uh, Doncic Doncic and uh, Dennis Smith Jr., excuse me. Sorry, I couldn't remember his name. Doncic and Dennis Smith Jr., those guys are going to be extremely fun to watch. Um, I understand why there are some thoughts out there that these two cannot play or coexist together on the same team. Considering Doncic is a uh, he needs the ball in his hands, um, he can play with the we can play off the ball, of course, but he's much better with the ball in his hands. And Dennis Smith Jr. is a ball dominant point guard, much like Russell Westbrook, and hasn't necessarily fine tuned his off the ball game. I want to believe that they can. Work together. I want to see that happen. I I like Dennis Smith Jr. I like Doncic, and I mean Dallas is slowly. I mean they've got they've got some pieces in place to start becoming um, a nice little team once again. And these Thunder Mavericks games will be um, a lot more exciting in terms of there being more uh, riding on them, instead of it just being kind of a a game that the Mavericks always get up for, and the Thunder, I guess. They, they did not. They did not take Dallas lightly tonight. Dallas just whooped them. You know, no, no ifs, ands, um, ors, or buts or bad at it. Um, but I feel like that's kind of been a prevailing theme ever since that uh, playoff series a few years ago with Kevin Durant. Um, since Dallas has been kind of in tank mode, that uh, Dallas will kind of just sneak up on the Thunder, and you know, that's you know, kudos to Dallas, uh, but bad on the Thunder's part for um, if they've ever. Taking them uh, for granted, uh, taking them lightly, but yes. Once again, the Thunder lose one eleven to ninety six to the Dallas Mavericks. The Thunder are currently seven and five on the year, and they will return to Oklahoma City tonight. uh, Practice, I assume, tomorrow. If they practice tomorrow, I'll be sure to. um, I'm sure everyone's going to be asking about uh, Russell Westbrook, and I'm sure Billy Donovan's going to say he's progressing. He did some stuff today, and then kind of (laughs) hey, leave us out to dry until. Um, five minutes before tip-off. And that's probably when we're going to know Monday nights when the Thunder take on the Phoenix Suns for the second time in the last two weeks. So yeah, everybody, thank you so much for sitting through this 20-minute podcast of me barely being able to breathe and talk at the same time. <laughs> uh, it's that time of year, just like I said. So uh, everybody, thank you so much. Um, also, guys, thank you so much for subscribing, retweeting, commenting, and questions. I didn't ask for questions tonight because like I said, I'm in my car in my driveway, I just wanted to get this out as soon as possible um, because I wasn't able to really watch and tweet but um, yeah, I just want to say from the bottom of my heart guys, thank you so much for listening, it makes it so much more worthwhile, I really appreciate it but um, yeah, until next time everybody um, y'all have a great night